0: You have to make the call. You have to make the call if you're the leader. If you're the man in charge, if you are in command, you have to make the call. And sometimes those calls are going to have to be made with imperfect information, with imperfect data, and with only the tools available to you at that time. And you still have to make the call because that's what leadership is all about. It is not about sitting on your fucking ass. It's not about covering your ass. It's not about licking your finger and testing the prevailing winds to see which way the winds are blowing. It's about putting your ass out there and making the call. And we're going to go through that in this podcast. Number one, I've said earlier, I've said earlier in in previous podcasts that you, number one, need to know your job inside and out. And number two, you need to lead from the front. And I'm going to reiterate that now. You need to know your job inside and out. No one, if there's a job involved and you're in charge of that job, no one should know that job better than you. You need to be the duty expert. You need to know it forwards, backwards, side to side, up and down, inside and out. You better know your job and you better know it better than anyone else so that you can pick up and fill any position in that team or in that, that, uh, that unit and get the job done successfully. No one is going to respect you if you don't know what your job is. If you don't have a fucking clue, what kind of message is that going to convey to your people? If you don't know what's going on, what does that say? It says, number one, you're lazy. It says, number two, you're a sack of shit. It says, number three, that you don't care to learn. And number four, it says you're going to be the type of person who's going to get people fucking killed. That's what it says. So number one. If you want to step in front of me, if you want to lead me, you better fucking know your job. You better know what's going on. You better know it better than I do. Otherwise, don't even bother. Go back to fucking working at Kinney's Shoes. All right. Number two, you need to lead from the front. You need to lead from the front. You better be out there with your ass on the line in front of your people where they can see you where you're visible and that they know and they understand that you are taking the very same risks that they are. If you are not taking the very same risks they are, they are not going to respect you. You are not going to be the best leader you can be. So, none of this waiting and waiting and seeing what's going on, hiding back in your mansion, in the governor's mansion, waiting to see what's going to happen. You better be out you you had better be out there in the mix in the trenches with your people trying to find out what's going on and collecting information so that you can continue to make good and better decisions. You need to lead from the front. Lead from the front. You know, ever since this crisis, this corona virus crisis blew up a couple months ago all we see with these governors from the top all the way down the national leadership from the top all the way down to the governors is everybody's hiding everyone's covering their ass everyone is trying to find out where the prevailing winds are blowing no one is getting out there willing to make the decisions based on the data nobody wants to look bad nobody wants to look cruel no one wants to look like they're the ones who are going to be labeled as the hard ass. And so as a consequence, everybody suffers. Everybody suffers because these worthless fucking chicken shits don't have the guts to make a decision. And that's the reason why we are where we are right now is because of fucking cowards. Because that's all we have left in this country ruling it are fucking wimps, fucking chicken shits, and fucking cowards. Because that's the type of society that we want. That's the type of leader that we've raised. That's the type of people we've trained. That's the type of people that this culture values and promotes and justifies. Bureaucrats. Pencil-pushing, paper-mongering chicken shits. And that may be fine, that may be tolerable in easy times, but when the shit hits the fan, when the balloon goes up, what do they do? They collapse. They do the safest thing, they do the most chicken shit thing, they do the easiest thing, and they wait. And they wait, and they wait to see the way the prevailing winds are blowing, and they wait to see if the dust storm is going to blow over so they can come out from hiding and then declare victory. They're all chicken shits. They're all chicken shits, all of them. So number one, know your job and lead from the front. You better be in there risking your ass. You better be in there leading from the front. Because I'm telling you, in the years ahead, we are in for some real, real hardship And we don't know exactly where those challenges are going to come from. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. History shows that you cannot have decade after decade after decade of of peace and quiescence and lassitude without eventually something happening. And there's a strong feeling in the air that things are going to eventually go south here at some point. And you're going to remember this little discussion because no one else is willing to say it. No one else is willing to tell the truth. All right, number two. Understand that you have fucking obligations, not privileges. Your obligations trump your fucking privileges. One of the big problems we have with these, quote, leaders these governors and these congressmen, these senators, these presidents that we have, is all they care about are their privileges, but they don't care anything about their obligations. You know, I'm listening to right now an audiobook, A Short History of the United States by Channing. It was written in the 30s. Very, very good book. Very, very short book. And it talks about how Washington and Valley Forge shared the same hardships that his men shared. And in those days, his men didn't have anything. America in those days didn't have a fucking pot to piss in. His men were in fucking rags. We didn't have enough food. We didn't have enough clothing. We didn't have enough shelter. We had nothing. There was nothing. And they were facing down the world's premier superpower. And nobody knew how it was going to turn out. But they stayed in the game. Washington was right there with them, with them, in the trenches, in the freezing snow, from start to finish. You know, and you look at some of the presidents we used to have, you know, I visited when I was in Key West, the summer uh, vacation home, if you want to call it that, of Harry Truman in Key West. And that was just a shack. It was what today would be called a shack that you'd find in a suburban home in the average American city. And his big luxury back then was playing poker with his friends. His luxury was a fucking inlaid poker table. And when I saw that, and I saw the interior of that little that little place, you know, it really moved me because it said this was the type of caliber of men we used to have, men who were not accustomed to luxury, to living in, in splendor, to uh, eating 10-course meals. This is the type of, this is the caliber of men we used to have. Truman had nothing. He had nothing. You know, I remember... Uh you know, seeing a, a clip on, on a YouTube video with John F. Kennedy where he ripped into someone who um, went out and made a furniture, a fucking furniture purchase from Jordan Marsh that was in excess of what he thought was reasonable, which today would be no one would even consider it. He spent something like two thousand dollars on some fucking furniture. You know, But that's how it was back. There was there was a sense of decorum. There was a sense of responsibility. There was a sense of duty. There was a sense of public obligation and service. You're not there to feather your own nest. You're not there to make yourself look good. You're there to help your people. You're there to lead. You are there to lead, period. And these this is the type of, of, uh, of, of men we used to have. But in my lifetime, it's been one fucking worthless chicken shit after the next. I can't think of a single president in my lifetime that I can say with with uh, unqualified uh, endorsement that I that I respect completely. Because we don't have we don't we don't the value system is gone. And that's really what my life's mission is to try to remind people of what this what how important these things are. These things do matter because in a crisis the the this is the type of thing that that motivates and guides a leader with his I- inner sense of responsibility if he doesn't have it already inculcated in him from youth it's not going to be there you have to train people with this stuff you have to you have to remind them of it they have to practice it it has to be cultivated you can't just wave a magic wand and make somebody a leader it's got to come from inside it's come it's got to come from from hardship from training from discipline from a sense of obligation and from a sense you're going to get your fucking ass kicked if you don't live up to the to the rule if you don't answer the mail if you don't respond to the call if you shame your people if you disgrace your office you will be made to pay you will pay you will suffer we will make you suffer This is the ethic that used to be there, but it's not there anymore because there are no consequences. There are no consequences for fucking failure. There are no consequences for betrayal. There are no consequences for exploitation. You know, this governor, quote-unquote governor in Michigan, Whitmer, I read recently that she or her husband was basically trying to use his position to secure benefits, calling up some boat or something to try to get some benefits. And she's all trying to uh, play it off like, oh, it was a joke. No, it wasn't a joke. It wasn't a joke. You were trying to do the same thing that everyone else is doing, using your position to enrich yourself, to gain benefits for yourself at the expense of others, at the expense of your people. It's all about do as you say. Not what you do. You imposed the most brutal, unrealistic, unreasonable lockdown regimen and you did it for your own benefit. You did it to feather your own nest, to enhance your own political career without caring about what the effect is going to be on your people. And you've got a lot to answer for. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. These people. What planet were these people hatched on? Number three, no ass covering bullshit. The prevailing feature of modern American leadership, quote unquote, is covering your ass. All anyone cares about now is covering their ass. That's all they ever want to do. No one is willing to put their ass out there and make a fucking decision because everyone is too concerned with fallout, with repercussions, with what someone is going to say, with what someone's going to think, what someone's going to do. And so no one does anything. It's the triumph of chicken shitism, And this is the ethic that we have cultivated. And it's killing us. It's killing us. This obsession with safety is not really an obsession about safety. This obsession with all this kabuki theater about lockdowns and masks and tests, all this shit. It's not, about, it's not about safety. They don't care about safety. It's about covering their asses. They want to cover their asses because they know, they know that they have a lot to answer for. They have a lot to answer for. They foisted this overreaction on us. And now it's becoming more and more clear with every fucking passing day that it was all a bunch of overreactive bullshit. And now they're frantically trying to scramble to justify their cowardice, their negligence, their stupidity, their chicken shitism, because nobody was willing to stand up and say something. No one was willing to do anything. All anyone ever cared about was covering their asses. It's everyone. Everyone. So take that lesson to heart. Take that lesson to heart. Now, if I sound uh, intense, if I sound angry, it's because I am. Because I see this stuff going on around me, and you're powerless to do anything about it, and it's very, very uh, disappointing. It's very disappointing. But my hope is that we can call attention to some of these deficiencies so that someone listening to this can draw some mental notes, can take some mental notes, can draw their own conclusions from it. Remember, if you're the leader, if you're tasked with getting a job done, you have to make the call. You can't pass the buck to anyone else. You're the one in the seat. You're the one in the driver's seat. And sometimes those calls that have to be made are terrible calls. They're terrible calls. They involve choosing between two alternatives and both alternative is bad. And you have to make that call. You can't sit on your fucking ass. If you remember, there's a scene in the movie Platoon at the end where that captain, that army captain played by Dale Dye, has to call in an airstrike on his own position because his position was being overrun and he knew that calling in that airstrike was probably going to result in friendly casualties. But he had to do it anyway, because the risk of doing nothing was more terrible than the risk of doing something. He had to do something. He had to take a chance. And that, that is the type of decision that a true leader has to make. Not chicken shits. A chicken shit would have done nothing. He would have covered his ass. He would have called back to headquarters 10 times asking, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? That's what he would have done. And that's probably what 99% of the leaders, quote unquote, today would have done, is cover their fucking asses. You know, it's so disappointing. It's so disappointing because it's so unnecessary. If you don't have the guts to be in charge, if you don't have the stomach to be in the hot seat, don't, be, don't bother volunteering to be a leader. You have no business being in the kitchen. Get the fuck out. Leave the job to someone who can handle it. I have no sympathy for you. And you're going to be blamed. You're going to be screamed at. You're going to be castigated. You're going to be uh, dragged over the coals. But that's what you've signed up for. That's the job. Therein lies the job. Therein lies the job. You can't handle the job? Fuck off. Go do something else. That's all.